0: From the Center for Agricultural Profitability at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, this is Nebraska Farmcast. I'm Ryan Evans. Drought conditions contributing to uncertainty in forage quality, as well as high grain prices, have lowered feedlot demand for feeder cattle in the U.S. What might this mean for prices in the fall? For more, I'm joined by Elliot Dennis, Assistant Professor in the Department of Agricultural Economics here at UNL. Thanks for joining me, Elliot.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Ryan.
0: So uh, first, how have prices been looking for feeder cattle so far this year?
1: Yeah, so we're really looking at uh, two different signals. The first is the video cattle auction markets that have started to take place over June and July for fall delivery. Uh, Fall delivery really implying September, October, November. Um, And really the the Chicago mercantile exchange, sometimes known as the CME. And currently, prices are relatively the same when we look across those boards. uh, For example, when we're looking at, you know, either the CME or the uh, video auctions, for seven hundred to nine hundred pound weight for it's for uh, the North Central region, which Nebraska is a part of. uh, It's about one sixty seven or one hundred and sixty seven dollars and ninety cents a hundred weight for steers and about. 160 dollars 100 weight for heifers obviously that's going to vary a little bit um, as we get lighter the the price per pound goes up and as we get heavier it it goes down a little bit but that's kind of where we're at and uh we're seeing a lot of premiums in earlier delivery months and so uh, september there seems to be a lot more premiums in september relative to october and november
0: and can you talk more about where producers are looking for this pricing information uh, about delivery of cattle in the fall, the CME and and video auctions, and some distinctions between the two, perhaps?
1: Yeah. So, uh, really, we're, when we talk about where do we get price information, there's really only two sources that we can look for pricing information that's publicly available. And the, the first is the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, and they trade standardized contracts uh, for feeder cattle with fifty thousand pounds. Uh, in certain months, most notably for us in the fall, it's going to be the uh, uh, September, October, November contract. Um, And so that's really traded almost 12 months before the cattle actually arrive, And that provides a nice uh, indicator of what uh, cattle could potentially be uh, globally. Now, when we talk about what that means for Nebraska, we actually have to adjust it by something called basis. Basis is called... Or is calculated as the cash local cash price minus the futures price, and we observe basis historically. So the example I used was seven hundred to nine hundred pounds steers. Uh, historically, in Nebraska, basis for for that weight category is about plus five, which means on average over the last fifteen to twenty years, cash has been five dollars higher um, during October uh relative to the futures market. And so we can take any really any futures price we see, adjust it by basis and get uh a pricing expectation. The other one uh that uh producers tend to to use is the video auctions and uh there's lots of video auctions uh that are available some are more seasonal than others uh but uh the the big ones that provide a lot of pricing signals are the Western video livestock, the Torrington video, uh, in Wyoming, the, uh, Northern video in Montana and, and the superior video in Texas. And these provide a lot of, uh, price signals because this is actually a cash price that we're seeing for future delivery, uh, in the fall. And the only drawback, uh, of the video auction relative to the, using something like the CME, is that uh, we don't get a lot of those or what we'd call robust price signals, which means there's a lot of volume to, to really infer about what that price is going to be, really till, till June or July. And so that just, you know, we've already made a lot of production decisions, incurred a lot of costs before then. Um, now the drawback to CME is that it's the standardized contract, 50,000 pounds of a certain weight um, and so there's really pluses and minuses to using both of those as pricing signals. But whether we use those methods to sell or to price protect um, our our livestock that we have, it, it does provide a source of information to understand where the market's going.
0: And you have a new article where you really dive into this on our website the, for the Center for Ag Profitability at UNL edu where you really look at what video auctions and cme futures are telling us about fall feeder cattle prices so when you bring the data in as you've done and you compare the two what's it looking like for the fall again
1: yeah so really what we see is that the video auction prices and what cme futures adjusted for local basis are pretty much the same uh across the delivery months so as i mentioned uh I specifically looked at fall delivery um, across different steers and heifers. Um, but for simplicity, let's focus on the steers, 700 to 900 pounds um, from 4 September, October, November. And really what we see when we compare the prices that were received at video um, for our state versus what uh, CME prices adjusted for a local basis, uh, pretty much the same. Give an example, October delivery, 700, 900 nine hundred pound steers. the video auction uh, pretty much over the last six months aggregating all those sales was about one hundred sixty eight sixty. Uh the CME futures, taking that October futures contract adjusting for basis, was about one hundred sixty eight ten. So within forty cents if you charge their per uh per hundredweight or about you know, four cents per pound. You know, that's that's very close. And really shows that the the CME and the and the video auctions are, are tracking really well. Uh, what we are seeing is that there are a lot of premiums being paid for heavier cattle relative to lighter cattle, and that largely has to do with the feeding situation. If, if uh, corn is really high um, and there's grass is really poor, well, uh, feedlots they want to place heavier cattle, and when they because they don't have to feed them as long. And so it, it's a way of reducing their cost of gain. And so we're, we're really seeing that in the, in the price weight slide that uh, feedlots are paying premiums to place heavier cattle relative to, to lighter cattle.
0: So what are some potential factors that might influence the price and cause it to go higher or lower than what's being observed
1: yeah. So for feeder cattle, the the primary factor that we're going to be looking at is how many cattle are being shipped in to Nebraska to feedlots from drought um, affected areas. And so when we're talking about you know the massive drought that's happening in the Pacific and Mountain regions, uh, a lot of producers are have already started to liquidate feeder cattle. Sales receipts are up about fifteen percent already year over year. And what we're seeing is that um, feedlots are potentially starting to place uh, feeder cattle from these drought-affected uh, areas, and really they're buying them at a discount. And so there's potential for downward price movements, specifically here in, in Nebraska, if we start to see pens start to fill up, because there will be reduced demand for that. And so really what I would suggest is just looking into uh, potentially through are if that's a concern, either looking at things like uh, LRP, livestock risk protection, if that's something that you feel like there is a high probability of that moving down, or looking at uh, trying to forward cattle some or forward contract some of those cattle on, on the video.
0: All right, great information from Elliot Dennis, assistant professor in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And again, to read his new paper, On what we've been talking about here on this podcast, visit our website at cap.unl.edu. As always, thanks, Elliot. Thank you, Ryan. Nebraska Farmcast is a production of the Center for Agricultural Profitability at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For the latest research-based information and education resources to manage your farm or ranch operation, visit our website at cap.unl.edu. That's cap.unl.edu.